0: Welcome to episode number thirty of the Spoiler Cast. Thirty-one, take, take three, <laughs> take three. Um, we had a one little hiccup, and then we had a gigantic hiccup. Yeah. Um, you know,
1: so you know when you've been playing a game for like five hours, you're getting really far, and then your system crashes and your save file gets corrupted. That's basically what we had.
0: Yeah, we recorded an hour of a podcast just now, and uh, the my computer had a kernel panic. My yep. Mac. Which is for those of you not in the know on your pcs is effectively like a blue screen of death Yep. <laughs> um, happened to my Mac. in this case, the computer still works, and we are this dedicated to bringing you guys yep.
1: news and our that we're on
0: take three now, we lost an hour and five minutes of content, oh. and we are still here. We are still here talking with you. Um, we're, we're
1: professionals, go- dammit. We
0: can't talk much longer, so we're going to make it quick, which actually some of you might like. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do is... Oh, by the way, my name's Dan Zarzicki. I'm the host. I am joined here by Tristan Athern Hess. Third time's a charm. And Patrick the Shovel Knight Knight. All I love is gone. <laughs> And Love is over. So what we're going to do now, normally what we do is we, we talk a while about what we've been playing. Uh, we actually spent more time this week talking about festivals we've, we've gone to. We, I might make a blog post out of it or something or do something with it later. Yeah. yeah. Um, to make up for that. And we talk about what we've been playing. We talk about that. We talk about gaming news. We did all of that. And then at the end of the episode. The, the end, end of, end of, of the episode. episode. Obligatory. Yes, the obligatory um, in unison. Uh, we talk about a game, or we spoil one. And this week, we're actually talking about Shovel Knight, which came out a little while back and but it has just been re-released,
1: yes. or now it is a new release for PS4 and Xbox One. Yes,
0: so we're revisiting it. We're talking about it. And so, what we're, we're going to do now, because we've lost so much time, is we're going to sort of bullet through the news because we yep. still want to let you guys know about what happened in gaming news. Yep. And then we're going to get into Shovel Knight. So, it will be a bit of a shorter episode, which, again, might be something that you guys actually enjoy.
1: This is also why we're talking a little bit faster
2: than normal. Yes. So we <laughs> because hope we have no idea when Dan's will computer my, will is my computer going to blow, to shit blow up again.
1: Play this podcast at, at four times speed for extra hilarity.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. When did Alvin and the Chipmunks get a podcast? <laughs> So kind of sma- smashing through what I have on news here, um, last week we talked about two things. One was that Final Fantasy XV, the demo, which is the content of last week's, a uh, couple weeks ago's episode, um, we had some issues and we didn't think they would ever fix them because they're a Japanese development company. You
1: guys didn't think we would fix them. I was optimistic <laughs> yes. that we would fix, fix them. And now I'm riding high in the saddle with what another do you know? feather in my cap. What do you know? Hype was optimistic about something. Yeah. yeah. And I was right for once. <laughs> yeah. So, they,
0: so, Final Fantasy XV, the developers have decided that there was a lot of feedback about the demo that wasn't necessarily positive, And they are going to be um, Making big fixing changes. a bunch of things in the coming release, which is great. Gameplay yep. tweaks, I think, graphical tweaks.
1: And yep. maybe... Uh, they're changing the, a character's design. Design yep. tweaks? Yeah. Which character? Uh, so they're changing... I, I heard they're going to be changing all the main characters' designs and also trying to make it a little bit more uh, even-gendered. They're also redesigning the character of Sid, or Sid Sidney, or Cindy, or the female Sid for this game, Okay. Uh, to make her less... They didn't think she was overly sexualized, but a lot of people are saying that she is. So they're toning
2: her down, design down a little. I yes. would like to have see a picture of that after we're done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I would like to know what all the hubbub-, hubbub is about. Because I have not heard of this I've at all. seen
1: pictures of her. I'm like, I've seen
2: worse in fantasy games. I mean, because the, the, the thought that immediately comes to mind is Whisper from
0: Metal Gear Solid.
2: Yeah. Whatever her name was.
0: The, I mean, the other um, bit of news that we talked about last time um that got overturned was Steam or Valve for had mods. had uh, released paid for mods and it was a, kind of started an outcry from the community and they Just, replaced it with Patreon next yeah <laughs> yep. so what ended up happening was basically uh they took it back after all the public um, or much you know after all the public dismay I guess if, I don't um, think
2: there were I don't think there were enough people
0: that were happy about paid mods yeah. to count on two hands mm-hmm. right now right. I will tell you that after after we had that episode, I hadn't really done a lot of research, and I wanted to write an article. Thank God I didn't start the article because right after I start, I like wrote the first word. The news came out that they, yeah, uh, yeah, that their, was a, their policy We don't around.
1: know what we were smoking, guys. We're sorry. So quickly, we were if you guys liquid Gabe <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep.
0: So if you guys weren't um, paying attention to the news or didn't hear our last episode, um, Steam had to release or Valve had released paid mods, which means you could pay for modifications in Skyrim. Was the first game, and they were going yep. to unleash it on other games going forward. The issue was that So they took away everybody's nude elf waifus. Yeah. So when it Not had, my waifus right. So I the need big, those. The two major things that I point that I came to the conclusion about or discovered after our last podcast, one was that the paid mods were really, really boring. Like yeah. and, and really trivial. Like here's a new store that looks like Cloud's Buster Sword or whatever it might be. I don't think that was one of them. But as an Did example Did you see the paid
1: mod for nothing? Yeah. Absolutely that nothing. Great. That was great. We strive to bring you nothing. The highest quality, nothing.
0: The other thing I didn't like about it was that in the navigation, they actually, at least for me, forced upon me paid mods before anything else. So Mm -hmm. it was almost like that was the only solution. And then on the right sidebar, down a little bit, was the option to turn on free mods or to switch to free mods. So they were sort of forcing upon me the paid modification. Or if I wasn't a more educated consumer, I'm looking right at the paid mods. And they were boring. The free mods are better. Also, the free mods were incredible. Did you see a lot of these? They had um, there the outcry was great. Uh, there was one that was uh, the paywall mod. Yep. And it was just an invisible wall right at the start of the game that said you have to pay me or you have to pay us five dollars in order to play the rest of the game. I thought that was hilarious. Um, but they took it down. No more paid mods. Hooray. How are we getting new content out of the stuff that we? I, ordered I love this. It. I love I love how like we're we're talking about different stuff already from the last well, conversation. Because now we're,
1: we're focused on Snap. Snap yeah, Snap. The sad I news.
0: I think it's because we're good at this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sad, sad news now. Dan, cue sad music at this point in time. Okay. Go. PT is, and Silent Hills is dead. So is Sideo Kojima. Why? God. Definitely God. made that joke already. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the the most promising horror game in probably five years. With Longer than that. I think Dead Space was 2008. Oh, right. It's like seven yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, with Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro working together to make a Silent Hill game with the Fox Engine with is With Norman Reedus. Dead.
0: <laughs> Right, so It's dead Guillermo del Toro did the Hellboys right And he, he, he did, did Hellboy, um, Pan's, Pan's Labyrinth. Labyrinth
1: He's also a avid and very 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 vocal uh, Lovecraft fan Yes So you know it was going to be tentacly and Lovecraft. dark and
0: Lovecraftian tentacly.
2: Lovecraft is the game with the blocks right <laughs> Oh <laughs> Wait
0: a minute
2: Okay, okay. We, can, we still have time I love this We still this. have time
1: let's keep going let's keep going um, um, They've also been removing his name from like everything Yes Yes uh by his name, Kojima. Kojima, yes. Yeah, so Hideo
0: Kojima, the creator of Metal Gear series, the creator of now this new Silent Zone of the Hills. Enders. Zone of the Enders, legendary. Probably, I mean, must be the pretty much the figurehead of Konami, Me. like the, the 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 mascot, if you will. He's of like Konami. the
2: um. Oh Jesus Christ! I just my brain just died. <laughs> the Nintendo guy, Miyamoto?
1: Miyamoto. That's the one.
0: He's like the Miyamoto of of uh, yeah. Konami. Jesus I, was Christ, I can't believe I he's, forgot Miyamoto's name. He's
1: Konami's golden goose, and yep. now they've killed them off
0: yes so what we
1: talked about kicked
0: it out the window and then said what goes
1: what the fuck are you talking about like
2: right.
0: germans at world war Two. so the problem is that he was responsible for a lot of their best stuff so they have to kind of wipe it off the face of the earth now we don't know what the conversation looked like they won't reveal that because yep. as you said in the last time we talked about it as japanese game development company and it's yep. also
2: it's very it's eerily similar to what happened with martin o'donnell except he has except kojima hasn't gone to twitter to uh express
0: any of raise yeah. raise arms against the company that fired him right so the big news that i took out of it that again i want to go quickly over because we talked about it. the last time we went through the news that you don't you don't get to hear about is that um pt the demo for silent hills yep. uh, is a game we actually we actually let's played it and it'll yep. be on our site you can check yep. it out um is gone Even
2: though only half hour half an hour
0: of it recorded it's it. still one of our yeah. most hilarious videos it's still is great <laughs> yep and What's amazing, and what we talked about, is that this has literally been wiped from the face of existence. If you don't have it downloaded on your system, but had previously purchased it... Well, it was a free download. Right. Previously yep. you, downloaded it, you, you can't can get it. If you delete it, it's gone. PS4, like PlayStation Store, Xbox, Marketplace, you cannot get this game. Yep. Um, which is pretty interesting. And I hope this is a trend that does not continue for people buying content. However, again, this is a free download...
1: Right. So it'll be interesting to see what, what happens trend I going hope forward. does continue is fantastic developers who have been fired from their studios yes. going on to <laughs> yes. kickstart awesome indie games. Yes. Like Ukulele. Like Ukulele. Like, <laughs> ukulele. So, like uh, the new one from the creator of uh, Castlevania. Yes. Like, and Mega Man. Yeah. Yes. Which is called, what is it called again? I think the it's new Mega Big, Man? Hero Big Hero 9. Hero? Well, that's, a, move, that's so. a movie. That's a movie. That's Big what Hero it is. 6 is a movie. Oh, Big Hero, Hero 6 is, is the movie. It's yeah. something like that. Yeah. It's something like
0: Big Hero 9. Um, but Ukulele is basically Banjo Kazooie's spiritual successor. Yeah. I wrote it's an article a about Kazooie it. Banjo game.
1: Yeah. Only it's not Banjo Kazooie. Shh.
0: Yes. They've already raised about 2 million euros, which I think equates to roughly
1: 2.5, 2.7
0: million dollars something in American like that. dollars. Uh. But on their Kickstarter, and they're a new company called Plate. Platonic or Playtronic? I think Platonic. Um, Platronic, I think, already exists. Yeah, so, so it's Platonic. And they're doing all sorts of great, like, old school stuff. There's all sorts of great Kickstarter things. I think the Kickstarter's still going. It's well surpassed its goal. Yep. Um and Just it's, like Laser Team with Rooster Teeth. Yes. I'm super excited for that game. I'm going to be getting it. I already um, kick, uh, donated or contributed or whatever the hell you call it. Yep. Uh, to the, their Kickstarter, so I'll be getting the digital copy on my PS4 when that comes out, and I'm excited for it. You can read more about it on my article on the website at threeheadedboy.com. Um, while you're
1: there please also check out the other episodes of SpoilerCast and our YouTube channel yeah
0: subscribe to us on iTunes uh, subscribe to us on Stitcher it goes a long way it's free leave a review leave a 5 star review if you really like it um, that leave helps us out leave a 4 star
1: review if you're kind of okay leave a 3 star yeah. review if you think yeah. we're meh 2 star review if you think we could do it better and if you absolutely hate our guts leave a 1 star review but Penny, and if you knows. want
2: Patrick to leave the SpoilerCast leave a no star review yeah <laughs> <laughs> um I think I just doomed myself. <laughs> Can you leave a no-star review?
0: No, it'd be like, there we no review, yes.
2: <laughs> I keep clicking, but it won't go down yeah. further!
0: <laughs> I can't hate this enough. Um, so the House of Wolves, the next Destiny expansion, is about to come out a couple of days after the recording of this podcast. And nobody cares. I mean, what? Yep. Yes, um... We had talked recently about, uh, or we talked in the last time we talked about the news about yeah. how this is interesting that it is the next DLC is going to be filled with all sorts of content that and you care about really, and love. Tons and it's of new stuff part of the expansion yes. pass. Yes, yes, new raids, all the stuff you love, and everybody has to pay for it. And yep. this bullshit expansion with no content in it is coming out. It is fixing some things, but it seems like a poor excuse for an expansion pack that people have.
2: Already but Dan, paid it has for. story content to it, there and it, it has th- no, it doesn't. <laughs> So
0: that's happening.
1: Yep, we used we used a very, very sexy lady metaphor to describe destiny.
2: <laughs> yep. It's like going on a date with somebody seventeen days in a row, and on the on the twelfth day you finally get up to the front doorstep and you ask if you can come in and she says, Sure and you get excited and she offers you coffee. Yeah. And then asks you to leave. Yeah. And Can't then say the, it hasn't happened to me before. And then the next day she gives you a peck on the cheek, and you oh, this could be going somewhere. And then the next day you hold hands, and the next day you give each other a very passionate hug, and then the next day you think you might just maybe get into the bedroom, and you do. And instead of having sex, you watch Friends
0: on Netflix. Moving on, <laughs> Destiny is the nice guy fuck of the video game universe. Yep, <laughs> there we go. All right, um, and then on the sixteenth day you finally sleep with her, <laughs> and then you find out she has herpes. Um, so the only other piece of news I have is very, okay, very maybe not that extreme. What's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then The next piece of news is the last piece of news I have personally here, which is that Nintendo is bringing back the World Championships at their next E3. Yep. Which is exciting. Nintendo cares again, and they are figuring out the Western gaming world, and it is wonderful. Not just
2: the Western gaming world, but the gaming world in general. Yes. Yeah. They are they are winning a console war where the other two are basically shooting themselves in the face. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. The the other two have these gigantic guns, but they're just shooting each other in the face all the time. Right. Whereas Nintendo is like shooting hey, themselves hey, in the face, I should say. In Mm-hmm. And the, and
2: each other. Yeah.
1: Whereas Nintendo's like hey I, guys, don't think, you, I don't you think I don't think Microsoft or Sony mix. has that good of
2: aim. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's probably an accident at <laughs> best.
1: Whereas meanwhile, the Nintendo the Nintendo government has been off uh quietly winning the space race. Yes. yes. Pretty and much and saying like And in five oh, we years you'll like, show up with spaceships. We heard you like
2: Mario Kart and Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then things like Hyrule Warriors, which is like fan service to the nth degree. Yeah. Yeah, where so n like, is a number greater than infinity. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so in, yeah, so in terms of a civilization game, Microsoft and Microsoft and Sony are just duking it out, duking it out, duking it out. Then all of a sudden, the game won because it'll be, oh hey, look, Nintendo's gone into space while well, you guys weren't looking. <laughs>
0: all right, I don't have any more news. Do you guys have any more news? I don't have any more news. We talked about all the
1: stuff that is gone, and I can't remember it all. So let's just keep going. <laughs> <sighs>
0: All right, catch a breath. We're gonna catch our breath, and when we come back from a quick musical break, and, we're, save. and save, we're gonna save. You guys are going to hear all about Shovel Knight. Keep in mind that when we come back, and we are spoiling this, um, we will be going into the ending gameplay, going through the whole game. And so, if you don't want to be spoiled about anything, don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, it won't it's take more than one try because Dan's computer is an ass. there you go. See you in a bit. <laughs> we're back and we're talking about Shovel Knight, cool. a game that is now pretty much available for every console I can possibly imagine. Yep. It's not on Game Boy Color. Or Game Gear.
1: Nope. Or, or Nintendo game 64.
2: Boy or SNES. But
1: nope.
0: it could find a
1: home. It's not on the places. Dreamcast. Or Sega Saturn. So
0: Shovel Knight is a, if you are not familiar, if you're coming into the screen, maybe we'll start quickly with like just a little yep. overview and review it of the game. It is
1: the retro game to end all retro yes. games. Now, I know we
0: throw this around a lot because that's sort of like... This is one of those... you were We talked... I forget if it was in this take or in the last take about the two-party system. Maybe we weren't, we weren't even on, on the record when you talked about a two-party system. Where yeah, we have the, yeah, well, yeah. Basically, we've yeah. triple AAA and Indie. We have AAA and we have Indie. And a lot of Indie games are falling into the That was the last pattern. take. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the last take, okay. Um, where we have these games... In this case, it's a shovel, um, which is very much in line with like the old like DuckTales. Um Woo-hoo. So what what this game attempts to do really is basically m- take a whole bunch of old school game concepts and put them into one game and do it well. And It succeeds on all levels there, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. um, to be
1: fair, though, it isn't. It is not eight bit. Yes, it is not eight bit. Right. It is sixteen bit mm-hmm. because an eight bit console can never generate all of the colors on screen at once. Right. right. Whatever anyone may tell you. I, I think, and I think there's one color that's actually impossible in an 8-bit system. Really? I think yep. it's, I think it's the purple used in, I think it's a purple used in, like, King Knight's. Okay. Yep. Uh, King Knight's throne room. is like, an impossible to do color on an uh, 8-bit system. Well, you learn something new every day. I do at least five impossible things before breakfast every day. Yep. Why not round it off with breakfast at Milly Ways, the restaurant at the end of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> I miss you, Douglas Adams.
1: Um towel day it was actually it was actually towel day not that long ago cool. or, or Day coming up what's towel day it's um hold on it's i think it's actually I think it's the 23rd. internet here
0: you keep talking i'm looking this All up right, cool um so tristan and i completed the game i you, played snippets of it. you've played snippets of the game uh-huh. not on
2: not on any of the the big consoles i played it on um I played a demo on 3ds. Okay,
1: cool.
0: Um, but Shovel Knight is a really solidly controlling game with a lot of old moves. I think it probably plays most similar to like a Mega Man. I guess it plays overall. Most,
1: It plays most similarly to a Mega Man, um, considering you have like different attack and, right. and move options you mm-hmm. can unlock. So it plays more like the later Mega Mans where yeah. you also had like Russian stuff. Yeah. But it's got definite elements from like right. Ducktales and with it, the pogo. It
2: reminds me. In the most basic of ways, to Super Meat Boy,
0: with okay. how tight the controls are. Yes, yeah, yeah. The controls are definitely probably the best part of the game, which is sort of the most important parts. Um, at least these developers would argue. Um, music's really solid. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that the soundtrack is special to me. I don't. There not aren't really like any... not like for instance the Halo soundtracks of old, right? Or for the matter, if we're talking about MIDI music, Super Meat Boy which yep. had incredible music and memorable music. Uh, this music is a little bit less memorable, but it's Scott good. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, yes. There, there are no Another Winters on this, yep. <laughs> on, on this soundtrack. Right. Um, maybe that'll be one of the songs we play at the end of this episode because if you have never... At the end of the... I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I almost did it. If you have never heard Another Winter, it's a fantastic piece of music um, from a random game, from Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the game. Which
2: is no longer available on Xbox Live. Really? Yep.
1: Interesting. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Um. But you can still download it, right? If you still had it, yeah. Okay, cool. If you had purchased it,
2: nice. Uh, you you just reminded me of that because NerdCubed is doing a Let's Play series in it because he just
0: found out that it's not available anymore. Interesting. But I have it, so we can play it. There you go. <laughs> um, but Shovel Knight is cool. So it the the Mega Man there are bosses. Everything is you know an area, and the boss is something knight. So Shovel Knight's a good guy on a quest to save the damsel in distress. Shield Knight. Which we'll talk about a little bit later when we get well, into more no, spoilers. Well, no. Shield Knight
1: is... When you start the game, Shield Knight is gone. Right. It is a broken husk of a Shovel Knight right. who set out now one last time right. to free the land from the, from the clutches of the evil Enchantress yep. and her uh, order of no quarter. Yes.
0: That's exactly it.
1: <laughs> I get it! <laughs> <laughs> like an arcade. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Towel Day is May 25th. Okay. So, it has not happened yet. That is Memorial Day. Ah, this year yeah interesting maybe i'll celebrate carry a towel with you everywhere that's all you yeah. need to do there you go um so
0: but there's a lot of castlevania elements in there so you have all these different items and you can go back into other worlds and it becomes easy easier to traverse it's not so much metroidvania ish right we're you necessarily returning have to go back. right there are challenge areas that require to use certain items yep um which are really cool uh and just like a Mega Man, as you get start going through the game, it has more of a linear progression than Mega Man do, where you can pick any room, any right. any you boss. You have to unlock... You do have to unlock se- segments, Um but you get items throughout the game that help you with your progress, and sometimes you don't necessarily have to have them, and they make traversing through levels a lot easier. Yep. I know the Propeller Blade saved my ass on many occasions. As, oh my as,
1: god, the Propeller as,
0: Blade is so clutch. As, as did the... um the uh, pendant, or whatever it is, the yes, one that makes you invincible the, for a few seconds. Oh my god, that's so yeah. important.
1: Yeah. Um. Also the glove. So I guess you punch through the air.
0: So I guess we're in spoiler territory now because we're talking about yeah. items later in the game. Um, and like I mean, all, technically,
1: this whole segment is it spoiler. Is, territory. It is. Right. I know,
0: but yeah. Now let's just say it again. Let's reiterate spoilers. Yeah. Cool.
1: Um. There's a boss rush at the end in yeah. in pure. Mega Man fashion and each boss has their own particular strategies and movesets and stuff can and i just
2: say it's a really shame that we don't it's a really big shame that we don't have alex kingston to start off each spoiler segment oh she's not dead we just don't have her i know <laughs> i'm still sad spoilers yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking dan doesn't know what we're talking i about, do not no he shit. doesn't i mean what what is it? Who is
0: this? I think don't We're not going to spend it.
1: another 10 minutes talking about Doctor Spoilers. Who. Spoilers. Um, no,
0: the Doctor Who thing. Okay, yeah. cool. Um so, music, gameplay good. Um I like the levels a lot. Um I like the overworld, buying things. There's all sorts of little secrets to uncover. Um and there's, I There's ha-
1: there's the entire stage dedicated to the Kickstarter supporters. Yes. Which stage was that again? That's the uh, Haunted... The one that's dedicated that's to the, the Kickstarter haunted castle. supporters. Okay, yeah. All of the pictures on the wall are photos of Kickstarter supporters. Nice. Uh, you can find the Game Grumps, and you can find um, the uh, two best friends oh, nice. in there. Nice. They have
2: their own portraits in there. Which two nice. best friends, though?
1: Two best uh, friends. The two best friends play play guys from the Switcher channel. That was meant to be a joke. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh
0: cool <laughs> um i hate the boss rush mode i know it's a classic tradition but to me uh the fun of going Since
2: when to- though because super mario world didn't have it and neither did donkey kong
0: country as far as i know M- mega man's did, mega I man believe, yeah. mega did, man I has believe. it super hard and there are a lot of other games followed suit a lot of japanese games followed suit with that going forward i know um but basically what? you know a lot of capcom games do it mega yeah. man being Capcom. Well, what I
1: what I like about the boss rush, especially in terms of like a Mega Man game... Legend of Zelda the Windmaker
0: did it, actually. Yes, it did. It did yeah, require yeah. you to fight all the bosses now I'm thinking about it. It's a very Japanese yep. tradition. Yep. yep. Um, well,
1: what I like about it in the context of a game like this, though, is that it lets you go back and refight earlier bosses with your new abilities. It Put does, which is cool. Way. But to me, it, it,
0: it sort of trivializes a lot of those bosses and as sort of the fun of the discovery and beating the boss the first time and just beating him by a hair... Is the fun part, and having to refight them all to me lose they lose a little bit of what made them special. I think when you have to go back and fight them again, personally, personally.
1: There are also then the wandering bosses.
0: Yes, I did who, fight all who those. are also
1: all Kickstarter. Oh yeah, okay. Awards. I okay. Uh, the Baz, the guy yep. with yep. who uses lightning stuff, the guy is, who swings on the whip. Yep, yeah. he is a recurring character of the two best friends. Series. Oh, cool. So he shows up in a lot of stuff that they support. That's right. why he's in Dive Kick. All right, Dive Kickity. Dave kick. I think I've um, just
2: alienated Japanese listeners again I'm sorry. <laughs> damn it Patrick I um, love your cartoons it's... I just alienated more yeah <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: uh, anyways um so plus, yeah yeah so the so the big the, so the big plot line is that you are is that you are trying to make your way back to this tower. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, so let's, let's just talk story now. Yeah, let's just talk story. So the game opens that land is in turmoil. Many many yeah. heroes, but no heroes are greater than Shovel Knight and Shield Knight. Yeah, this power duo who are they're yeah. like the Finn and Jake. Yep, if you're into Adventure Time of this world, you know yep. they are like the top adventuring pair. Yep. Um, and, and it's set up that there's that they are, you know, saving the world from Before this, bedtime. from this for, oh, wow. for another time and there's this weird amulet and they don't go into a lot of this backstory and the, and the amulet activates and shield knight sacrifices herself to close it basically I ship it yes very much so they are totally in a relationship yeah if not for the fact that he dreams about her every night yeah as she's fa- he dreams that she's falling and he has to try and catch her while fighting off enemies yeah like, yeah, they are totally together. Because after she disappears, S.H.I.E.L.D. Knight is a broken husk of a knight who turns his hand to farming. And, I,
0: and I've and i got to say that I've always been a fan of games that have stories that aren't too complicated. And I actually really like the story in this game. It's yes. very simple. Do you mean
2: Shovel Knight is broken husk of a man? Yes.
0: Yeah. Because you said S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay, sorry. So I get confused. Yeah. So it's got a nice little cute love story. Yep. It's not overbearing. You find out about it every couple of levels, maybe something happens, you run into the Black Knight, who is sort of his foil... Also another sort of, he's almost like the Groose um, uh, from uh, Skyward Sword, but in this, in this universe, he's sort of like the, it's like a love triangle. He really likes her. She really likes Shovel Knight. Well, Shovel Knight doesn't like Black Knight, but whatever. Right.
1: <laughs> but, um, well, and the important thing, too, is that it's eventually revealed that the Black Knight is standing against you all this time, right. but it's revealed at the end that he is not a member of the Order of No Quarter. Right. That you sort of assume that he is. Right. Uh, And then it's also revealed that that the Enchantress is basically taking these knights against, like, magically ensnaring them. Yep. Rather than having, rather than them joining her willingly. Yep. I mean, which I think is a kind of a neat twist.
2: Yep. I don't think that's really that much of a twist, though. She is the
1: Enchantress. Right. Yeah. Right. But consider, but you see that the the Black Knight, up until this point, you assume that he's part of the Order of No Quarter, and it's revealed that he isn't. And that all the which puts an interesting twist on it because these aren't bosses right. necessarily. These are other adventurers yep. who have been turned against you. yeah. So these are the guys you hung out with, you know, at the adventurers club yep. every <laughs>
0: Thursday, you know? Right. Yep. For sure. And um What was I gonna say? I like how the game does two things. Um, it's the same reason I like old games it's the same reason I like Half-Life which I know is a call out that's kind of out of left field and I'll explain why I said that right now <laughs> is um, it tells the story in a lot of cases through gameplay
1: mm-hmm.
0: and which is like the Half-Life where you're never really out of the character you're always playing even if you're riding in something you're technically really in control of that character in a sense and I like that You know the story is simple and I like that it teaches you Gameplay mechanics like the old Mega Man series did. Yep. Calling out to Game Grumps again, or to Aaron in his sequelitis series, where he talks about why Mega Man X was so successful. It shows you, right?
1: You do it a little bit, and then you do it hardcore. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Where it's always giving you, it's always surprising you with new things in every level. But it's
1: not bullshit surprising. But it's not
0: bullshit. It teaches you how to play at first. You don't realize you're getting taught, and then you're getting taught. Yep. Um. And it it's constantly fresh throughout the whole experience which I know is only like three or four hours long but right it's a consistently fresh experience the story I, I know you want to gush over the bo- final boss battle oh my with God, shield yes. knight because I think that's a perfect example of a great gameplay twist spoiler oh right yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> so <laughs> which is a perfect example of a great gameplay twist and a great story twist t- story well, not twist but oh, th- there is but what I'm talking a twist about the, I'm talking about the second half of the fight right with shield knight but you can go if you want yeah
1: so after the boss rush you finally fight the enchantress yeah and that's when it's revealed that the Enchantress is actually Shield Knight, who yeah. has been possessed by this by the, evil the thing amulet. that was within the, the amulet. amulet. Yeah. And what, so eventually you free her from that. Mm-hmm. And then you have a second portion of this again, yeah. of this, where you are playing with Shield Knight as an AI yeah. partner. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this mm-hmm. is that Shield Knight makes up for y- Shovel Knight's weaknesses mm-hmm. in this so that yep. and together you work to beat this final boss mm-hmm. but showcases that they are incomplete without the other person right in terms of gameplay in terms of romantically in terms of storyline yep. and that it finally lets you see what they were like before the game started yep and how and why they were the best adventurers in this game mm-hmm. is because of how they work together so beautifully in that final boss fight yep it's 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 fantastic. Yeah, and at the end of it, you just that yeah. the feeling of, of that end. Once you actually get to it, it's just yeah. it, it's a roller coaster much where where you're feeling that yes, they are back together. Yep, we have beaten the boss. Yep, we've completed this journey. Yep, we just had this like gameplay wise awesome final boss fight. Yep. Yep. With, which pulls everything together. And actually, it's uh, a lot of Zelda, old Zelda games do that. Like, yeah,
0: I think it started with. Well, no, she didn't really do anything. Did she do anything? Oh, she shoots him with a light arrow in the N sixty four in Ocarina, I think.
1: And stuns him while you get. And the stuns sword him while back. you get the master it's, sword it's back. It's like so. the um, no, she Twilight doesn't actually Princess shoot fight. him
0: with a light arrow. Does she not? I know she does it in Wind Waker. I know in Wind Waker that's a major part of the final boss battle.
1: Twilight Princess yeah. is a big. Uh, has a big part of that. Where yeah, actually,
0: come to think of it, Twilight Princess does everything that we're just talking about right now. Because at the first half of the first phase of the boss fight, she's possessed and you're fighting her. Yep. And then you fight him and she helps out, right? She shoots...
1: Uh, No, no. Second she's on part, horseback. Second part... So you're fighting her possessed. Mm-hmm. You're fighting him in his beast form. Yep. Then you've got the fight on horseback where she's yep. shooting arrows and you're keeping up right, right, and right. protecting her. And then you've got the final sword yep. fight with...
0: Yeah, no. oh, by the way spoilers for the Twilight Princess
1: yeah <laughs> spoilers, Ganon is, spoilers Ganon is the bad guy yeah, yeah. Zelda is the princess Link is the hero yeah yeah. <laughs>
2: I thought the hero was Patrick yeah <laughs> Patrick the Shovel that's Knight that's what
0: the hero's name was he's the Patrick Knight yep
2: I will also, ah! I, I'm rubbing off on you
1: yep I will also say this game also, has also I have
2: no idea what that sound was <laughs>
1: the other thing I want to say about this game is that it has a fantastic soundtrack yep Again, Kirsty of Jake Kaufman. Okay, who, Wait, did, who did who did the soundtrack for um, Double Dragon Neon? Uh, he just came out with another one. What game is that for? He just did the soundtrack for another game. I just got the because I subscribed to him on Bandcamp. Okay, so I get his Bandcamp notifications. Let yeah. me take a look.
0: So he uh, put out another da-da-da-da kind of soundtrack.
1: That is
0: really cool to see, like budding composers, like MIDI music composers coming out. Like maybe he'll be the next Pulsar Arena.
1: Okay, which I have not. I've not taken a look at the game, but yeah. I probably will.
2: Maybe he'll be the next uh, Martin O'Donnell. Maybe.
1: Because
2: yeah. there's really nobody in video game composing besides uh, there Koji Megaro some... and... Um, yeah. Who's the one for Legend of Zelda? Koji um, Hondo? Yeah. Koji Kondo. And
0: yep. um, Nobuo Ematsu for uh, yeah. Final Fantasy series. Nobuo.
2: But it's, it's basically all Japanese composers right. and Martin O'Donnell. Yeah. Right.
1: So Jake in my has, opinion, and Jake has shown that he has a tremendous range. Like, right. That's the important thing. Yeah, all
2: four octaves. Patrick. Yeah, I need to not derail this in case it crashes. No,
1: yeah. it's okay. No, it's um, fine. I so, just, double the Double Dragon Neon soundtrack were remixes. Uh, was remixes of original Double Dragon songs mm-hmm. for every other stage, and then vocal tracks. That were very eighties, very like spot on for tone and, and sort of theme yep. for every other stage. Cool. Shovel Knight is and Shovel Knight is him doing 8-bit <clears throat> and doing fantastic eight bit work. Because yep. every there are so every level has its own song. So every stage has its own musical track. But you can also unlock the other tracks right. in the game. So each level also has two more tracks. Oh, I know that. Hidden in it. Okay. Those are the scrolls that you. Oh, guard. okay, okay. Yeah. Um, also, the bard that you turn them into, that character w- design was done by Jake Kaufman. Oh, cool. So he d- that that bard in there, that is Jake. No, oh, nice. He's
0: there. Where's disaster-, <laughs>
1: Dis-
0: disaster piece is also a composer who does a lot of work, mm-hmm. um, specifically in MIDI music. Though uh, he did Fez, and I love yeah. the Fez soundtrack. So I've been listening to his stuff again. His stuff's on Bandcamp. Can two. we can we not compliment Phil Fish? I'm not. I'm complimenting disaster piece. Yep, the music is fantastic in that game. And um, there's another guy uh, who does a lot of this kind of stuff. He does. He did Super Meat Boy. Uh, Danny Baronofsky. There you go. So he does Super Meat Boy. I, I believe Probably he, Castle Crashers too. If he did I, he Super might Meat have Boy. done Castle Crashers. Uh, we can fact check later. And I believe he also did Sword and Sorcery EP. I could be wrong. I think somebody else might have done that.
1: Oh, uh, Super Brothers. Yeah. Uh, let me double check. I have that soundtrack on here. I,
0: cu- I could be completely wrong though. I about have, all I do of have this, have we, could be, right we could right be we right could be probably making on. all this up right now. Yep. All I know for sure is that Danny Baranowski did the Super Meat Boy track, track. which was oh god, it just it entered
2: just starting that game as a cathartic experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super
0: Meat yeah, Boy. Yeah, and that and that's another example. Like that whole soundtrack though is completely off the chains. Like everything is different and it's so good. Yep. It's all over the place. So you have that like kinda of punk rock opening. You have completely midi music segments. You have like um what's her name? Um God, what the hell's the name of the love interest in that one? Bandage. Bandage Girl. Bandage Girls stages have like this cute like little J pop vibe going uh, on no, with no, no, J pop no. music.
1: Uh, all right, so Sword and Sorcery was uh, Jim Guthrie. That's right, Jim, Gu- Jim
0: Guthrie's the one that does a lot of this stuff, too, I'm pretty sure. If you look through his stuff, he does a lot of work, too. So there are, like, these budding, like, younger composers. I think they're all younger. Oh, it's
2: also Jonathan Colton, too. Yes. Like, he doesn't yeah. really
0: do video game
2: music so much as he does silly things that get put in video games. Yes,
0: yeah. He did, uh, for those of you uninitiated, I guess, he did the Portal stuff, right? Like, he did Still Alive. Uh, he did
2: Still Alive, and he also did uh, Regarding Your Brains. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Which was uh, a secret track in Left 4 Dead 2 that made me laugh so hard I died multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so it's cool to see like these composers coming out of nowhere um, and again this music's great I wouldn't consider it as good as some of the others as far as like from a memorable like a melody standpoint but right. it's all very good it's,
1: Right. And it's but all, it's, and all like, it's all complimentary to what you're doing right it's, it's not a game that has like a recurring song right. where you're like this is the like this is my shit Dude song of this you know this is a song that as soon as you hear it makes you think of that game yeah but every track in it is a solid track yep
2: yep I yeah. mean, I would argue that there's one song in Scott Pilgrim vs. the Royal that is just like... That, that's a, Scott Pilgrim. That's another yeah. winter, by the way. The one I was referencing
0: yeah. earlier. It's definitely another winter. Yeah, It's that's one of the, one the one. first level. Yep. Yeah, it's it's that that, that song's on another level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep.
1: Cause that was not a pun. No pun intended. Because yep. there are so many songs out there that may not be as, as complex, mm-hmm. but like you hear that song and you instantly think of mm-hmm. the game. Yep. yep. Uh, I'm thinking of... Um, uh, the no more Her- the no more heroes theme, yep. which is constantly remixed throughout that game and yep. the second game. Yep, Th- there's even a vocal version. The of it uh, the, the
2: Kakariko Village theme, Kakariko the original game one. Village yep. theme. Yep. Uh,
1: obviously, all the stuff from, from Super Mario, Super Mario yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vampire Killer from Castlev- Castlevania. Yep. Or Bloody Tears. Either yeah. one. Uh, really, for Castlevania. And um,
2: also, I, the caveat that we have to put here is not the over, not the over orchestrated monstrosity that is the. Uh, the special
1: Kakariko the village. special Kakariko village from the right.
0: 25th anniversary which makes me want to kill somebody every time I hear it
1: um, and um oh, what's the track from Katamari um uh, some of the Final Fantasy stuff um uh, uh, One Winged uh, Angel is uh, Katamari on the Rocks yep Katamari on the Rocks which yeah. is like as soon as you hear that song it's just yeah. But Katam- I'm back there and I'm rolling up everything
0: Katamari is in another world though for music yeah. as far as I'm concerned That yeah. that that that's like music a very perfection. surrealistic yeah that music that's like that's like gaming music perfection to me but that's a story for another day Let's see if we can jump back. I don't really. I mean, I'm trying to think of what else to. uh, I mean, what what happens after you beat the final
2: boss? Just Uh, generic
0: uh, happy ending. Yeah, basically. So what ends up happening is uh, basically the Shovel Knight is helping you you out, and you're fighting together. Shield. Shield Knight, yes, Shield Knight is helping Shovel Knight out, and she's blocking for you, but she can't stop blocking because if she does at this the end of the battle, then you will die. Black Knight actually carries your like limp body out because you get knocked out. Yeah. so black knight kind of turns turns into dark pulls a darth vader and just sort of like ends up like okay i'll help you out anyway instead and, well like i said remember right. he was never right right
1: he was always your That's foil true, yeah. right and you're his, you're his right. rival right
0: so he ends up saving so. you bring you to the campground and then the way it ends is she limps up you know she limps and like she didn't die from the from the attack and lays down next to shovel knight in the uh at the campfire right. which is cute so it's a cute ending, it's a happy ending i I guess, which is yeah always the best thing, I mean, it's better than
2: you know picking between green, red, and blue, yep, yeah, but that's
0: another story, <laughs> um, so it's it's cool, I like yeah, the ending the ending, like the, the ending
1: doesn't do anything, yeah, extra fancy, but it's a nice sort of yeah. tie up to
0: right. I think the dream I know we talked about them briefly, but I think the dream sequences are fantastic because yes. they're they're just gameplay, they're a fun little thing to do. That's another thing this game does really well is it has a whole bunch of like little fun things to do throughout, so you're not really ever getting burdened by playing another level. That's really right. hard. Like and oh, that's the other thing too I love about this game is I personally enjoyed the, the death penalty. Yep. It's an it it, it doesn't really that you
1: can get back well right. sometimes. It doesn't
0: really ever it's actually very Dark Souls ish where you can kinda well except you don't lose everything. Right. But to me it's almost sort of like art- an artificial barrier. Like typically, not always, but typically you can get back your money. Yeah. Yep. Like so the- unless you die on the way there in which case it disappears. Right. But typically like you've been getting better and better and better at this and you're not going to die. You might every now and then, but I didn't really I didn't I couldn't not afford anything throughout the whole game. Yeah. So it's almost like a it's almost like an artificial sort of Passing. death penalty. Right. Because you're usually going to get your money back anyway on your way back. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like the loot in Spelunky. You really don't need
2: it, but right. you want it. You pick it's it up right. because you want more golds. Right. right. It's like the I, coins. I gotta, are, buy, I gotta and, buy that and, gold armor. And like the coins in Mario. It's like that. Uh, it's like that ki- clip from JonTron in the uh, in the Bubsy collection thing. It's like, you you know, you want your coins to be
0: like <laughs> coins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The other thing that's cool, too, is it does scale. So as you start getting greedier and as you start trying to collect more money, trying to find more treasure, you lose more money when you die. Uh, It must be a percentage or something. That is a solid fucking
1: log of a waveform. Yeah. I'm (laughs) proud of me. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And the other thing I like about the dream sequences, too, mm -hmm. is that they also get harder. Yes. And harder and harder. Though I got
0: the war horn, which makes those sequences a lot easier. Yes. Um,
1: Unless you screw up and you're on the absolute wrong side of the map when you start falling.
0: Right. Um, And that's the other thing too that I think is cool is that because there are so many items you really can play it the way you want to play it. Yeah. I know for me once I got the... um, I don't remember the names of any of these things so I apologize before I butcher whatever they are. But effectively the anchors that you like hurl, once I got those I pretty much used those. Those those. are the
1: Castlevania axes.
0: Yeah, the Castlevania axes. Thank you. I threw those. That was like my whole thing.
1: Also, the Trouple is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. All glory to the Trouple. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, But a lot of like little surprises. Oh, one uh, because I, I was just playing through this so full disclosure I was playing through the rest of this game today before we talked about it so I could actually know what the hell I was talking about Dan played a game yeah, yeah send yeah, up the chopper amazing. yeah <laughs> and uh, the I really thought was funny was the uh, the hat shop mm-hmm. so you go in the hat shop and you the people are asking you for money and you give them money and then the shopkeeper attacks you because he likes your hat yeah which is a helmet
1: and you're like oh. you can fight him again oh you can you yeah He's he's Hat Knight. He's a secret boss. Where is he? he? So the first time you fight him in the hat room... Yeah. Um, you have to go back. He, I feel as though it should be called the Hat Cave. You get back there. Is he? So you have to go up and around. And you can meet him again. How do you get up there? Uh, you have to run across, across the rooftops. Actually, oh. I'm not sure if you fight him again. But you talk to him again. He's not just a one-off. Oh, cool.
0: Probably an achievement tied to that on the one version. Yeah. Well, the achievements in this game are brutal.
1: Yeah, they are. So uh,
0: they're only called feats on the Wii... Ver- I'm sure they're called feats everywhere, but on the Wii U version, which is what I'm playing on, there are yep. no achievements, so there's really no none of that extra satisfaction. Right. You don't improve
1: your gamer score, but there are feats that you can but it, accomplish. But I have to
0: assume that they're correlated directly. I assume that they're the same on Probably. PS4 and Xbox, and they become achievements, and those are so- brutal.
2: Sometimes, sometimes when there are things like that in a game... Um, Xbox, they simplify them for achievements. Like, it'll say, oh, do so many feats. Or
1: do
0: all the feats, which is a pain in the dick. Yeah, well, if you're doing all the feats, I feel sorry for you. Because they They are are insane. Absolutely brutal. Clear a level without taking damage. Yeah. Clear the entire game without dying. Limbo has one similar to that. It's insane. Limbo's a little different, though, because it's cinematic and kind of pre-scripted in a lot of ways. Shovel Knight is hard. The entire game is hard. I mean, I died... I think my final count was like 35 or 40 times I died over the course of the game. Bitch.
1: Yeah. That's quite a few times to die. You
0: know
2: how many times I died?
0: None, because I didn't buy the game. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: the game is... The game is hard as... Yeah. Thought. So those are, I
0: mean, Mega Man has similar achievements. You know, beat the game in X hours without dying. Like, it's just like yeah, three crazy. feet from a bikini-clad Kate Upton heart. Yeah, like, these are real feats. Like, these are yeah, serious these achievements. Are, yeah. If
1: you can get these... Kudos to you. You are Richard. the Shovel Knight. You're, you're, or you you're have our
0: mutual t- friend, Brad, or you are a...
1: Yep. <laughs> or you have played Shovel Knight way That's too That's the much. first
2: time that we've actually mentioned him by name on this. Yeah. We I'm... usually just say our mutual friend. Yeah, it's all good. Hey, what's He's up? famous now.
0: He is famous. Yep. He's internet famous now. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, overall, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah.
1: Um, you, I know you didn't
0: play it a lot, so it... You're making me want to. Yeah. Which is he bad, is... because I
2: think it's a little... He's good. It's a very good game, but yeah. But this, I, is, I can't. this is what I want to incite right. him because he brought this up earlier. I, I'm not sure. I believe it's something like 10.99 on Xbox yeah. One, which
0: for me seems like it's expensive. I think it's a fair price. I, I I would. I think I'd be comfortable 15 or 20 for this game. Not that I want to pay I f- 15 or 20. I but forget
1: how much I paid for it on Wii U.
0: I think I paid 15 because it was when it first came out when I bought it. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I think it's I think it's just
2: my steamification. Yeah, where yeah. if it's not like five dollars or less, I'm like, it's not a deal. Right. I think we've
0: also talked about and, in the past. And give it time,
1: because it is also yeah. new on Xbox One and PS4. Which,
0: it'll probably be a free game in the future. Right, and it's probably. awkward to bring up because, or funny to bring up, and ironic, because we talked about Ridiculous Fishing. The last hype take we had, where it got <laughs> screwed and we lost all of our footage. Yep, But bringing up Ridiculous Fishing again, in a world where iPhone games are normally free... And have in-app purchases. Ridiculous Fishing was a game that was nine dollars or something like that in the App Store, which is unheard of. Yeah, yep. but unless it was a,
1: it's a Square Enix game,
0: right? <laughs> but it was a fully featured game. Right. There were you had you got every all the content in the game. There was yep. a lot of content. Yep. It was fun. I don't have a
1: problem. Actually, There's actually, actually a category in the speaking, App Store. Speaking
2: of having a problem, uh, I just remembered that I bought Angry Birds Star Wars Trilogy for ten dollars. Yeah, because it was on sale from forty nine ninety nine, and I was like, oh, it's a, four, a fifth of the price. I better get it now. But that's
0: a fun game, and right. there's a lot of content.
1: There's actually now a category in the App Store for "Pay Once, Play Forever." Okay. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> it's so it's these what are it, games with what is out in app purchases. What is it? Pop. <laughs> I forget. What, I forget. Pop. What is, pay it's, once. It's, pay it's forever. like pl- I think it is Pop. just pay once, play forever. Up uh, or pay once <laughs> games. You know, right. it's you pay for the game, and there's no in app purchases. Right. Remember Pogs? Right. <clears throat> Alf's back in Pog form. I was watching a YouTuber who
0: recently who was talking about these indie development teams. You know, they have to make a living like everybody else does. And so when you hear about these team sales that are like a dollar for the game or free, like you wonder how these people make money. And it was going through... I believe the game was... Um, oh, what the hell is the name of it? It's uh, like this the sweeping game. It's like a platform, but you're sweeping everything. Dust Force. <laughs> so it was a game called Dust Force. Uh, it was an indie title, and there was a development team of three people who made it. I don't know what the development team for Shovel Knight looks like. I assume they're very small. But... It, they went through They could be tall for all you now. <laughs> they went through very specific um, they had a very awesome eye-opening blog post. I actually encourage people, I'll probably put it in the show notes, I encourage people to check out this blog post. That goes over everything that they went through, their costs. So if you're an aspiring indie developer, you can really find out what it's really like. Yeah. And it's really cool because the article goes through the costs. It goes through food, travel, shelter what they had to pay for? Shovels. Shovels. <laughs> what these people had to do? What this, you know, this person was making side income doing this at the time because we didn't have the money, we got a loan, whatever it is. They go through their entire like sheet. Then they actually go through the release and th- and through it, sales, various events that happened. Maybe they were advertising specific day. Mm-hmm. And they actually go through and they show you the chart of their sales and they show you over time how much money they made. How much money they made now how they're going to use it going forward, and if they can afford to live for yeah. the next three or four years while they make their next game. And it's really, really cool and eye-opening to read this, and they, they are going to be able to afford it with even a game like Dust Force. So I'm sure Shovel Knight, they're doing fine. So really, when you, when you talk about make, paying $10, I mean, I paid $10 for, or $15 for Super Meat Boy, and it was one of my favorite games of the last generation. Yeah. It's really not, I don't really have a problem paying... I wouldn't even have a problem paying $50 for Super Meat Boy, personally. Yeah. But there's this stigma that because it's on Steam... Yeah. And because it's a, a mid, uh, an, like a sixteen-bit game or an eight-bit game made by a small development team that it should be five dollars, or it should be free, or right. it should be ten dollars at the yeah. most. And I don't know that that's necessarily something. Like, you I should... I think I paid Mario. I want to too. say that Super Meat Boy was twenty bucks. It might have been. I paid a, a good fifty. Oh, again, I say a good amount, but 15, yeah. 20 bucks for one of my favorite games. With yeah. a lot of. video content.
1: games are your best entertainment dollar value, yeah. especially yeah. those funny yeah. Lucas Arts ones. I
0: mean, I bought, I bought Giants. St- I bought God of
1: War. 3 for 60. dollars. I put it. <laughs> sucker. When it came out. Speaking of God of War, uh, supposedly Kratos is has been added as a yes. secret boss in the PlayStation it, version. in the PlayStation version of Shovel Night, yep. Knight. yep. I'm not that was sure. actually
2: the thing that uh Jaywitz cited yeah. when he said it wasn't really a Nintendo property, which was
0: really oh, strange.
1: Yeah. That's weird. Well, I'm not sure if they've added one for the Xbox.
0: Jaywitz is a strange duck, but I do like his right. videos. Well, I mean there I mean Mega Man is a Nintendo character. Yeah. It's Pac-Man. No, no. Although Namco Bandai uh, is, yeah. Solid Snake. Solid Snake is not an, an Nintendo As character. long
1: as they are yeah. on one Nintendo yeah. console. I I kind of miss Snake, but I do too.
2: They they gave his final smash to Zero Suit Samus essentially.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so, he's really not available to get back in. I think I think it's I think it's cool to it'd be cool to see him in Smash Brothers, but we'll see. That's Ooh. a story oh, for Fortnite. another day. Shovel Knight smash Yeah. yeah what what be his, be his final story smash for, be? for another day. Uh, Shield Knight.
1: Yes. yes. Final Smash is he calls in Shield Knight and Shield Knight helps out. Yep. And we have precedent
2: for that already. I mean, it would be it would be similar to Robin calling in Crom, but what what's yeah. the problem?
1: Yeah. Well, it'd be it'd be more like I think it'd be more like uh, something with like Ice Climbers or uh, Rosalina. Yep. Where you have another thing following you.
2: No, no, I mean Final Smash wise. Oh, Final Smash wise. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Okay, I don't know that. There's sh- really
1: anything else we need to bring up.
0: Yeah, I think everybody should try it out. I don't think you should be scared away by the price. I'm sure it will be on
1: sale at some point, and you can yep. pick it up. But it's a great game. Yep, and it's just a fantastic like, game. Just like Thomas was alone. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, it's the same price as Shovel Knight, but I'm blocking it buying it because it's 10.99 instead of what I paid for when it was in the humble bundle right. when I originally bought it. Right,
1: okay. right.
2: Because I'm stupid.
0: <laughs> it's just one of those things. I think it's interesting that we're going down yeah.
1: that path. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We haven't talked about Halo Four this episode.
0: We haven't hit our quota. Or, well, well, we did,
2: but we talked about, about Smash Bros. Brothers. We just did. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, what we, we did talk about both of them, but it's just it was in the lost episode.
1: Yeah, we're good. Oh well, we
2: filled it now. Yep, yeah, we're there good to we
1: go. Maybe that's who the secret boss is in, Halo, in uh, the Xbox version of it. Maybe it's Master Chief. If it's
2: Master Chief from Halo 4, I will buy Shovel Knight as soon as I get home and beat the living dog shit out of him. <laughs> because he talks too
0: much and I hate his guts. Yay! Quota reached. There you go.
1: Now let's end, the, wrap this episode up and save.
0: Yeah, we're going to save. I will. I do want to do a couple quick shoutouts. Hopefully it doesn't crash while I'm doing the shoutouts because that would be real lame. But I do want to tell you guys, check us out on our website at threeheadedboy.com. Our YouTube channel? At our YouTube channel. Go ahead. YouTube.com slash threeheadedboy. What Actually, know, something up? No, I really, we really would appreciate it if you guys want to subscribe to us. Uh, if you like what you're hearing on the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, the links are right on our site at threeheadedboy.com. Leave a review if you really like what you're seeing. Leave us a five star review and let us know what you think. If you hate us, leave a one star review and tell us what we can improve. Um, we'd love to hear the feedback. We're trying to make this as cool as possible. Remember, guys, we are self funded entirely. Um, all yeah, of our, all of our opinions are our own, and sometimes it's we tough, have- but
1: we have no sponsors we have no sponsors so
0: we always we appreciate despite the fact that we make that joke constantly we we appreciate um, all the help um, all the support from you guys really appreciate why we keep making it so Uh, plus we just love talking about video games uh,
1: that's a stupid url
2: but he said not speaking into the nessie
1: stupid youtube I'm trying to um yeah yeah, so search three headed boy on youtube yeah uh there are two channels of us yeah oops uh because Dan made a boo-boo ages ago. Okay, is because, that what happened? I thought it was just being
0: dumb because Google Plus. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, one one of those channels has two videos on it. Yeah. No, you'll be able. You'll be able if you go to the
0: site 3 headed boy, I'll be able to get you'll there get from you'll there.
1: get the yeah. link to the yep. proper one. You just has, go on. like everything.
0: All things are from the site. Check it us out. Let us know what you think. Thank you We're so much. We're almost at 25, twenty-five videos, aren't we? We are.
1: Uh, actually, let me take a look. How many are we at? Heck, we're almost at 25 videos just on Halo 4. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, we're
2: at 16 on Halo 4. I know that much. There you go. I'm sorry in advance. (laughs) We're at 30 videos.
1: Yeah. Cool. Oh, no. Check it out. uh, 31. I'm sorry.
0: Producing more content. We appreciate your feedback. And thank you on behalf of Dan, Tristan, and Patrick. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Bye, guys.